social media, they come and go, right? Facebook changes their rules of the game at, at their whim. If your music and your presence is only on Facebook, you know, at some point, somewhere, something's gonna change. When you own your own .com, you own your own space on the internet, you control it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Season two. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, Lewis. Y'all ready? Just musically Yo, speaking. Yo, Pedro. What's good? Check. I'll let the music talk to ya. Like Lou and P. Pedro got that vision so your mind can see. Lewis got them ideas. Let them out be free. We got the whole industry speaking musically. Season two, every episode it's is popping with facts. You can get behind the scenes of the acts and tracks. All the drama in between. Work it out and relax. We talk about the real shit and the wax on tracks. So turn it up, light it up. Ear pods and beats. It's musically speaking. Pedro, Lewis and me. Turn it up, light it up. Ear pods and beats. It's musically speaking. Pedro, Lewis and me. Let's get it. Ha 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 let's go Ha ha, start the show Ha, yeah, yeah, that's how I bless y'all Uh-huh, uh-huh Yes, 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 we are here Welcome to Musically Speaking, the podcast My name is Lewis And my name is Pedro Welcome to season two Brand new year, baby Season two is here Happy new year, everybody Yep, happy new year Hope you had a great Christmas You got all the goodies you were hoping for and you had uh you didn't party too hard on new year's yeah eve um whatever you celebrate uh i hope you enjoyed it very true very true and also for those who are still waiting for three kings day or if it just passed you know how we roll that's well, that's our excuse to give people presents late right <laughs> that's uh, true you gotta wait till i get paid in january that's how we do it well, you know what? My birthday wasn't on December 13th, so I, I always have the kind of sometimes I get my gift, <laughs> sometimes I don't, you know, because Christmas is right around the corner, so it's always a tough uh, tough month for yeah, me. But nonetheless, I am grateful. <laughs> that's tough for those who are born in, in December. My good friend of mine is born right around Christmas, and he he only got one gift a year, so. Oh, that sucks. It was, it was rough, but... Uh, <laughs> first of all, I want to give some major props to Ty Bless, who recorded our new season two song that's right that's right we got a new intro dope big up to ty bless very talented uh and uh, has been a good friend of the show yeah and he's been our guest uh, for season one there's a couple episodes that he was part of so check out our yeah bless y'all check out our archives and check out what he had to say we'll probably bring him back at some point maybe he'll be a recurring guest maybe chat with him about a particular topic he always has some really good yeah, things no to doubt. say it's always fun yeah it's always fun to record with him and I think within the theme of our new year, because we did this kind of last year, it was our first time doing it, so we didn't know yep. where to go. But this time, we wanted to focus on a couple of things that's been going around, that's been happening, and maybe give ourselves a, an opportunity to say, well, what what can we expect in this new decade? Everybody's talking about the new decade. It doesn't feel like it. Yeah, and right. We're talk a little bit about what we think might happen musically in the next 10 years. A ton happened prior to that. Uh, 2010 feels like ages ago. So we wanted to we wanted to talk a little bit about what we feel it could happen in the next 10 years. You know, 2010 was so long ago. A lot happened within the last 10 years in music. Um, it feels like a million things happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can make some big predictions, uh, you know, and just kind of give you a, a sense. Who knows, you know? Some of it may pan out. Some of it may just fall short. But uh, we have some thoughts about where we think the music industry is going to go. What are the things that we're going to be looking out for, some trends that we've been seeing for the past, you know, 10 years and, and where we think they're leading to. So it's going to be interesting to kind of talk that through. Before we get to our predictions uh, for the next decade, we want to, you know, hook you guys up with uh, some industry news and things going on in the in the music biz. Yeah, that sounds right. So let's get to it. Music industry news. 
we talked at the in the last episode about Kanye West and his uh, kind of turn to gospel with Jesus is King. Yep. And this is not a follow up, but it's very close. It's within that kind of realm. The gospel group that he kind of works with when he was doing his Sunday services. It's called the Sunday Service Choir. They released an album. It's their debut studio album curated by Kanye West called Jesus is Born. And it's about 84 minutes. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of gospel in there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And he released it on uh, on Christmas Day. Right. To coincide with kind of the, the holiday. Uh, I did. I haven't. I'm going to be honest. I haven't really listened to it. However, there are two things that kind of do kind of spring up at me is that he kind of redoes or re-records two songs that were previous from the Life of Pablo album, Father Stretch. Well, Father Stretch My Hands was the original. He calls it Father Stretch here. And Ultralight Beam. So he re-records those songs with the choir. And well, I did not know this, Lewis, but those songs were already kind of fixtures within the gospel community, even though it was from a secular album. Mm, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, folks really felt that, that was those were very uh, gospel-like tracks, which I kind of agree. But he wanted to re-record them and give them a little bit more of a choir feel to it. So those are two tracks that kind of stood out in my mind. And, you know, it, it seems to be working with it. He says that uh, Jesus is King Part 2 will be next. So he seems to be he seems to be really into into this thing. You know, props to him for for doing that. You know, he he gets a lot of flack for it. You know, and I think we we've, we've offered our uh, you know our synopsis of what we think of where he's going, fair or unfair. You know, I guess time will tell. You know, and this is a good, I would say, a good first step to show uh, his consistency. So uh, yeah, I I would say kudos to to Kanye West. Yeah, consistency is key to something like this. Uh, I also want to point out that most folks who heard this album felt that the Sunday Service Choir could kind of operate on their own, so they don't need to always be kind of tagged with the Kanye West label. Yeah, they're they're a very strong choir and they can do a lot of work. And I think that this is kind of the first step for Kanye to have almost like a a backing group or somebody that kind of is his muse along with what he does. Yeah. And it, it kind of reminds me of uh, Prince when he was working with uh, the Revolution mm. or or later on when he was with New Power Generation. I mean, these were groups and bands that operate perfectly fine on their own. And Prince kind of bounced off them and vice versa. So when they were in concerts, you didn't need to go see any other act but them. So this is a good start. And I can kind of see where he's going with this. Yeah. And they're dope. I, I don't know if you had a chance to hear a lot of their work. They're they're dope. They can sing. I love they just have that R&B, hip-hop swag um, that they're bringing to gospel. And I think that's, uh, look, Kanye, to me, he's still genius. He's still, when it comes to music, I, I just think he's he has his finger on the pulse. You know what I'm saying? It, he, his stuff is dope. Their stuff is dope. So, you know, I'm, and from that aspect, I'm excited about hearing, continues to hear Kanye music because for a long time, we didn't hear Kanye West music. Uh, you know, we, we've heard artists he's worked with. Um, but to hear, like, really have his touch on it, um, I think that's been a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and this is just uh, another version of Kanye. I mean, we always talk about how artists can, you know, change with the times or kind of create their own evolution. I mean, David Bowie did it. Madonna did it. You know, and, and we never get a lot of this from, from artists in the African-American community, let alone hip-hop. Yeah, no, no, for you sure. Know, it's usually, it's usually, yeah, 
you know, it's usually like this is how they are and this is how it's always going to be. There's not a lot of evolution. Jay-Z did it to a certain extent. I mean, if you listen to his older stuff, the newer stuff. So this is Kanye creating his own evolution. And you have to listen to his work in steps. This is Kanye when he first started. This is Kanye here. This is, you know, and these are different versions of him. And I could totally appreciate yeah. I mean, I will say, though, he is still one interview away, one award show interview away from chaos because Kanye is known to say some stuff that's crazy. So, you know, I'm hoping that he just stays focused on the music. Um, and, and like I said in a previous episode, don't let the persona take over the art. Um, and I just hope that 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 sticks, you know, that that he sticks to that. Right. And uh, I agree 100% with that statement. He just needs to kind of stay away from the, the madness. But maybe this is going to help him focus. So yep. I like it. Definitely a Grammy-nominated artist in the past. And, and talking Grammys, Grammys uh, has, has made a pledge to to more to have some more diversity under their leadership so they they've changed some leadership uh so we're i'm hoping we're expecting some some great new categories uh um some good stuff to come out the grammys during the past few years the grammys has has caught a little bit of flack for not being as diverse with their nominees or being a little out of touch you know with some artists being nominated where people had no idea that their music was out so cleaning some of that up yeah. was very important and we talked about that. And yeah. just diversity. Yeah, and, and just diversifying the movement, right? If if music is popular on, on, on the radio and the airwaves and, and in the streaming world, those people should be winning awards. It doesn't make any yeah. sense that they're not. You know, it should at least be somewhat matching, yeah. you know? Um, just, you know, so I thought I thought that that was important. Uh, we will have a, a Grammys episode that, that we did last year a little earlier. The Grammys moved up a little bit. It's at the end of January this ah, year. Ah, okay. So that's just coming up pretty close, yeah. Yeah, they, the the Oscars also moved up their programming, so they needed to move theirs up as well so that they don't kind of bump into each other. And then in between all that, you have the Super Bowl. So there's the beginning of the year is always very, for me, it's, it's entertaining. There's a lot going on there before we kick into what would be spring. So that's a lot of activity there. Yeah, and that means we're going to be busy. Yeah, we're gonna definitely talk about that. We'll have our Grammy uh, episode. We'll we'll make our predictions and see what we think. We were very close I last think, year. Uh, I don't know who won between you and I, but uh, yeah, we were pretty close. That's I think we were but... tied. I think we were definitely both wrong on Casey Musgraves, but yeah. So we'll we'll keep tabs for for real, and then go from there. So that'll be that's at the end of January. Uh, I'm excited. I think that there are. I'm gonna make my predictions based on the the new group of folks that are making their votes mm, yep so so i'm going to be i'm going to be a little risky here because i usually go safe with my picks based on kind of what people would choose but i'm going to be a little risky this time yeah well you know i'm going to be championing lizzo baby i think she's going to have a big year yeah lizzo 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 billy eilish ariana grande i mean we talked yeah. about them already a little bit at length but those are the three you really want to look at little nas x to some extent but uh they, they are the ones, they are really the folks that you really want to look at when it comes to, to the Grammys. I'm excited about that episode, and I'm looking forward to seeing seeing the show. Uh, Alicia Keys is going to host again. Oh, that's great. Yeah, she did great on the last show. Has it been a year already? Did, did she do it last year? It was last year, right? Yeah, it was less than a year. Remember, it was in February. Right. So, But wow. yeah, she... Time she, goes by quick, yeah. Yeah, she did a great job. By, yeah. 
She did an excellent job. I think she was a little too overflowing with the positivity, but I, you know. <laughs> what like, does that mean? Like what do you what do you what do you mean too overflowing? It was like kumbaya. She was for too like, happy. Let's just get. Come on, a host moves the program along, and she was like, uh, "Can you feel the room? Can you feel the room? It feels so <laughs> nice in here." I was like, "All right, let's go." But uh, she did an excellent job, and we talked about this last year. Just the fact that she can perform, she was able to kind of give the show a little break. Yeah, which I think is important. You know, instead of doing some kitschy comedy number. She just went out there and played her piano. I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Kevin Hart. I just, I just, I don't want to hear jokes all night. I want to, I want to hear music. Yeah, you know, and and what she did, which was cool, which I hope she does again, is she did like a little bit of a medley of like all the hits of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She probably will. I, I, I would like to see some of that. So, looking forward to that. Our preview episode will be in the next few weeks. So, yeah. stay tuned for that. Now we can talk about what we think might happen in the next 10 years. It's it's crazy to believe that, but a lot happened in music in the last 10 years. And I I totally believe that things will continue to change Always. musically. And you have some really good predictions because you are, you know, you are very in tune with the music business. You are a producer. You make music. You are signed to a label. So you have a good idea of what can happen next because you're kind of in it. So... What predictions do you have that you think can happen musically in the next 10 years? The biggest thing I think that's going to change in the next 10 years is the gradual dying of what we know as the major record label. To be replaced with just the continuation of independent music, independent record labels, streaming services, I think they are going to make a bigger mark in the next 10 years and you're going to slowly see the big labels, the Aristas, the Capitals, uh, the RCAs kind of dwindle um, uh, or be less uh, or be less prevalent in the music industry as these smaller entities kind of take control over the face of music. It's become much easier over the past 10 years for independent artists to create music. And we talked about that with the Billie Eilish story and their ability to record out of their bedroom and have monster hits that compete with major label projects uh, on the records today. Um, I think we've slowly seen the growth of the independent artists, how artists get music to their fans, you know, being able to record, to release on their own, to promote, market, you know, using social media. I think labels are slowly gonna gonna dwindle and kind of become obsolete. You know, when an artist looks at, well, why should I pay, you know, in terms of a 360 deal, why should I offer the record label access to all this money when I can really do it myself? I can reach those same fans, if not more, myself. Um, I can release music myself, you know, so I think we're going to get to that trend where we're going to see kind of record labels die down. And then you mentioned offline, you know, something very interesting when it comes to Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, I I think that in that same vein where record labels are going to be kind of dying off, I see kind of the proliferation or seeing folks like Spotify and Apple Music almost absorbing some of these guys. Mm hmm. So it's almost like Apple Music taking over Arista and saying, I'm going to buy Arista and have access to all their history. And now if Spotify wants to play my stuff, they got to give me money. Mm, Some exclusivity. Yeah. Interesting. And it's almost like buying a back catalog of a bunch of, you know, and it keeps it it keeps Arista in business. You know, there there'll be a subdivision of whatever, but it's a way for some of these streaming services 
It's kind of cut off the middle, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Disney Plus kind of did that, right? I mean, they they bought out Pixar and and Star Wars, uh, and and now they're running, they're streaming all of those those historic movies under their streaming umbrella. The you know they're just growing leaps and bounds. I mean, they're they're competing with the Hulu's and the Netflix of the world. Exactly, and I mean, if if you think about it, the only thing that's keeping some of these major labels in business is the streaming world. Mm-hmm. So why not? And cattle and their back catalogs. Yeah, so it could be something as simple as Spotify and. Apple Music and some of these other folks that are kind of getting involved, uh, ha- signing some of these artists. If you're a big artist, they'll be like, "Look, you got all the creative freedom that you want. I mean, Spotify and Apple has millions of dollars. Don't worry, we'll give, we'll make, we'll make sure you get your record. We'll make sure you get your studio time. But you're gonna sign to us, and then when the other competitor wants to stream, they're gonna pay them, and it's gonna be a almost a war between who can sign who much faster, which keeps the record labels kind of out of it." And then it yeah. could just buy them out. I think that in the next 10 years, don't be surprised if, you know, Apple Music has their own record label and they're putting together. I mean, it's kind of started a little bit, but they're going to be there. There'll be some sort of exclusivity in that world. It, it hasn't worked so well yet, but that's because the labels are still kind of holding things. But uh, they got it. They got to do something mm. about cutting and cutting off that. I think I could see that happening. And yeah. No, that's that's great. I think I think that's that's spot on. And one piece of advice we can take from this for for recording artists now, you know, understanding how Spotify works. How do you get on playlists? How do you get your music on Spotify? How do you get in front of front of as many fans as possible? Same thing with Apple Music. Understanding how that all works on the back end will give you the upper hand when those big changes happen. You want to be in the forefront of that. Yeah, get familiar with how things work on the back end. I think that that's very important. And I think that for those like myself who uh, aren't as inclined musically, in other words, I don't perform, I'm not that big in the studio, but I definitely know how to make my way around a computer. If you learn those things, you can make yourself a good manager. You can put yourself in a position to succeed so that the artist can create music and you could be a good partner. I think good managers moving forward are going to be the ones who can say, let me get you on that playlist. Let me get you, you know, streaming in the right, you know, get in the right hands. Let me put you on TikTok. Let, that's what's going to work because we have, you know, and you know this, Lewis, there's some really good artists out there that are kind of on the older spectrum that don't have this kind of knowledge and they're losing out. And, you yeah. know, things are, they're just not catching up. So like you said, take stock, definitely learn what's going on because I think that in the next 10 years, you all got to do is, Apple Music will be knocking on your door. Spotify, but I want to sign you. Yeah, yeah. And then hey, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and then you have all the power at this point, right? Because they need they need you more than than you need them. And um, I, I also think that record labels need to kind of get up on that as well, because they they were losing out for many years streaming. They were they were making a cut off. I mean, Apple Music was making a lot of money when they were selling all that stuff for a dollar, selling singles, taking a huge chunk yeah. of that, and then making the label split the rest of the 50 cents among like 75 people. So that's, uh, you know, they got away with it for a long time. So, you know, I think in the next 10 years, we're probably going to see a social media giant kind of emerge that's going to be more music focused. Very similar to MySpace, right? MySpace was, was really less Facebook. It was more artist friendly, uh, a place for artists to promote their music and their images uh, and, and, and stream their music. And I think Facebook hasn't done a great job of embracing that. 
the music part of it. I, you know, there's still a lot of tweaks that need to happen on Facebook side, but I think they maintain to be just a social gathering site and less music. And I think there's some there's some room here for a new social media giant to kind of take the reins and kind of as music grows more on the streaming side, I think that's going to be an open opportunity. Yeah, there's been, I mean, uh, TikTok right now is is the site that a lot of folks have gravitated towards, at least in the music world. You know, you make a little video, you put some music behind it, it's short, it's a nice clip. So maybe some sort of evolution on the TikTok end, I think, would would mm. would make a lot of sense, you know, to have. Because I think that's where a lot of artists are really getting a hold of these younger kids, because all you need is like a good, a good catchy 15 seconds, and kids will copy it. And that seems to be what's really clicking with a lot of audiences. You know, Instagram doesn't do that because Instagram is very visual, but TikTok does has that visual component to it. It's almost like making a 15 second music video. So you have a you have a catchy song or a catchy tune, and you do something silly, and then the trick is to get people to copy it, and you kind of go from there. So. You know, one you know one thing I want to mention, just from the independent artist standpoint, that I've seen a growth in, and I, and I would love to see more growth in, is artists really focusing on themselves and creating their own websites, their own dot coms. I think as, and we've talked about this before, social media, they come and go, right? Facebook changes their rules of the game at, at their whim. If your music and your presence is only on Facebook, you know, at some point, somewhere, something's going to change where, and you're going to lose control and you really don't have control, right? Because ultimately Facebook decides they want to change the rules of the game. They change the rules of the game and you just have to adjust. When you own your own .com, you own your own space on the internet, you control it. You control your, your, your content, you control your music, you control the access, you build your mailing list. I mean, it's yours, right? No matter what happens at Facebook or even TikTok. You know, TikTok may be great now, but six months down the line, it may be no more. And we've seen that happen. So it's very important as an independent artist to make sure you make your own space so that you control your destiny no matter what changes around you. So I want, I would love to see more of that. Yeah, having a place where you can kind of control your content is important, whether it is that you have stuff embedded on there from other sites just yeah. as a start but it's, it's good to have you know your videos on there you know if you do vlogging you have you know your information on there and you know your merchandise and all that other stuff you know you have a place where people can go and it'll always be available regardless of what's kind of happening around you uh, i think you're right we're definitely seeing uh not enough access to to content that you completely control you're kind of giving all that stuff away to another entity which yeah. could be a, which would be problematic if, if it shuts down or somebody copies it you know you get a lot of that with some of these folks who create content so it's it's, it's good to have at least a, a place a website a place of your own and and make it exclusive you know you can always tell somebody on instagram or wherever go to my site to see whatever more of this yeah yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, a good example of that is Mixcloud, right? Yeah. I mean, Mixcloud is a place, uh, SoundCloud in the beginning was a place where a lot of folks were kind of putting out their music and being very open. And then, you know, SoundCloud needed to make money. So mm -hmm. they had to kind of change the way they did things. And most folks navigated to Mixcloud, especially if you were kind of a DJ and you wanted to put out, you know, your mixed stuff. Right. You, you know, if you have a podcast or you're playing around with things, Mixcloud was kind of an open space for that. It was free. But, uh, you know, the time times have changed. And they're putting some restrictions on their free service. And they're launching something called Mixcloud Premium, 
which basically of says course. that uh, yeah, and I'm and I get it, you know, but uh, it basically says that free listeners can only go forward through mixes. So if you're listening to something, you can't go back. You're like, oh, I missed that. What did it, what did they say? Uh, or if you want to listen to something and go back, you can't do it. You can only go forward, and you can only listen to the same mix three times within a two-week period, and you can't access... That's a lot of rules. Yeah. I mean, there's more to it. I mean, there's stuff like you can't access a mix that has four tracks from the same artist or three tracks from an Jeez. album. And what that sounds like we got to put we do don't we have our podcast on, on Mixcloud? Season one is on Mixcloud, yeah. And uh, you know, I'm not well, season two won't be on there because you can only listen okay. to it three times in, in two weeks. So uh, make sure you check us out on all the other platforms Google Play, Apple, Stitcher. A lot of people love Stitcher, so yeah, we'll, yeah. You know what? I, and I think we've asked, asked for this before, I would love to hear. From our listeners, where do they listen to podcasts? Is it, you know, Apple Podcasts? Is it Spotify? Do, you know, should we be on Stitcher? Should we be on uh, other uh, platforms that maybe went, that's not on our radar? Well, I think the cool thing about it is that uh, our, our SS feed kind of goes to all these places. They kind of just, if you type it, it'll show up. Mm. So I, I just have the, the kind of popular one. So I kind of did a quick checklist. Uh, most people who have an iPhone, Apple Podcast is kind of king there. Spotify mm. is huge. Spotify is huge. Folks who have Spotify, any any phone works on Spotify, especially if you're a premium member. So yeah, that's a- I think I mentioned this to you before. I'm feeling like Spotify is the cool kid in the room. I think that's where all the you know the the, the young listeners go. You can create your playlist, access to great content. I think Spotify did a great thing for artists this year, where they were able to recap their their streaming numbers and kind of you know get a nice little graphic showing their streaming numbers for the year. You know what countries they hit, how many streams they had. I think Spotify is doing some really cool stuff that Apple Music isn't. So now that you mention that, I'm, I'm even thinking uh, even a bigger prediction. I think Spotify. Spotify is going to really be king at some point, not only in the music streaming game, but I think they're they're inching their way to being that for the podcast yeah. world. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely taking steps in the podcast world that Apple isn't quite doing. And I think Apple tried it. You know, they have Beats 1 and they're doing a few things. But what Spotify does is they're a little more open-minded about it. So they're just grabbing people. They're very similar to Netflix. They're just like, you you got a good podcast. Come, you know they're signing them up and being exclusive. Yeah, and Apple isn't doing that to the point where they're taking full advantage of it. And you know we'll see what happens there. But yes, I, I you know Spotify just does things that feel a little more personal. And yeah, a little cool. Apple needs to get up on that because people are they were pretty pissed. They were like, oh man, I stream on Apple Music and I didn't get like that nice graphic. So, well, I mean, we talked about this before, uh, you know, just having your hand in so many pots. I think Apple is responsible for a whole lot more than Apple Music. And that's obvious, right? They have the podcast, they have hardware, they have computers. I mean, they, they, they run the gamut. Spotify is focused on music, the listener experience. So I think they're probably best suited to make the most dent in new trends than Apple Music is. The problem for Spotify is that Apple Music is a juggernaut. They have billions of dollars behind them. And uh, at the blink of an eye, they can introduce something that will change the industry like they've always done. So something to look out for Apple. I mean, they're, they're going to find a way to capitalize. Uh, and I don't think they're going to let Spotify take over Um there's a billion dollars in the bank that says that's not going to happen. Yeah, I think it definitely, when it comes to music, I think those are the two folks you really got to pay attention to. 
the biggest difference is that Apple has hardware. So they can make their hardware kind of adapt to whatever they want their software to do. So yeah. it'll be good to see kind of how that battle goes along. Spotify was falling off a little bit, but they made a podcast really save them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I agree. And they really they really took it. Well, over. when when one of the biggest one of the biggest uh hip hop podcasts in the world, the Joe Budden um podcast jumps, you know, jump ship from Apple Music and just exclusive, exclusively goes on Spotify, that that tells you something. Yeah, it, it tells you that Spotify is willing to invest. And I think that that's the key. They have more ability to invest in those things because Apple's so spread out. So yep. That's what you want to look at, and it'll be a good battle to see kind of how that goes. I don't know if Apple's going to let themselves fall too behind. Yeah, exactly. On that front, uh, we can go on and on with this stuff. We, with, uh, I think, I think we have a good grasp on what we feel can happen by by twenty twenty nine. Yeah, agreed. And for now, we're going to concentrate on the rest of twenty twenty. It's going to be a great year. Season two is going to be fun. Yep. We'll have some more guests on. Uh, we'll do some more segments. We're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep a lot of energy, man. And just uh, yeah, make it fun. Keep giving us your feedback. Make sure you listen, tune in, and and we're gonna try to do our best to really keep uh, episodes flowing. Because I know I actually got some feedback about folks. They really like listening to us. So we'll try to keep keep it uh, keep it moving. Get you guys information and content. Yeah, yeah. I heard I heard from someone today. They're like, well, every two weeks. I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to wait that long. So yeah, we we we're gonna step up our game. We'll we'll, we'll get it to you every week. And we'll work on that. And thank you for hanging out with us. It's a great start to 2020. It's gonna be great. Yes, sir. And we look forward to hooking you guys up with information and giving you guys a data that I think would be very useful. At least if you're into music. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Well, thank you for listening. Please be sure to leave us a comment. Subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. Tell a friend and uh, and keep listening. Yes, sir. See you all next time. Catch you on the next one. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Musically Speaking with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro. Be sure to visit musicallyspeakingpodcast.com for show notes, past episodes, and our blog. Please subscribe, like, or share with a friend. Till next time.